Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 55 about Disney Springs. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by you. If you want to sponsor the Florida Travel Pod, reach out to us via email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. We are currently curating more sponsorships that we can help devote your business to be featured in this spot. We'll write the ad copy for you. We'll work with you to customize your ad copy for our audience. Just email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com to get started. This week, we are going to talk about Disney Springs. But before we talk about that, let's talk about our tip of the week. Christina, I love what you wrote here. Okay, look, we travel through Central Florida all the time, back and forth to Orlando, across the state to the beaches. Sun Pass is a lifestyle. <laughs> that that right there cracks me up. I'm pretty sure most people who live here would not agree with you. I don't think they like the Sun Pass. <laughs> well, they don't really have a choice because <laughs> no, if not. you live here, Sun Pass is going to be something you must consider on a daily basis. Okay. So if you plan on driving anywhere while you're here in Florida, I mean, all the way down to Miami, you should plan on um, getting a sun pass for your car. Absolutely. If you are, you know, if you're not already in state and you don't already own one, however, most of them are going state to state now, right? They are. Did you know that there's something called the sun pass pro and it says right on their website, pay for tolls from Florida to Maine and West to Minnesota with just one account. Okay, I'll tell you this. We have a Sun Pass, not the pro one, just a regular Sun Pass. We drove all the way to Maine and back again, and we were covered with yeah. that Sun Pass. So uh, most of the toll booths are being converted now so that they don't have a an attendant there. So they're bill by plate, which means that unless you have a compa- compatible toll pass, you will receive a bill in the mail if you don't have something that works in that toll, which is fine. But they do apply an administrative fee and it's not cheap. No, it is not. Let me tell you, I was out of state and uh, definitely pay- paid some extraordinary administration fees because I had no choice. Now, it it is nothing. For, it's like $5 to activate and then they apply the $5 to your account. So get a SunPass, stick it on your car and you're good to go. It's really easy and it'll keep you from getting any extra fees. Okay. Even though I'm in my car, I have my things ready to go. I'm, I'm on the turnpike. You've still forgotten something. I did. What did I forget? Don't forget your sunscreen. Okay. But I'm in my car. You can get burned through your windows. Ask your husband. I know. <laughs> you can get burned through the front windshield. So this week, moving on, <laughs> we're going to talk about Disney Springs. Now, we typically don't like talking about the theme parks around here. I was just going to ask you, We I chose this because you don't have to have a ticket to exactly. go to Disney Springs. And I think it's something that... I think a lot of locals do check out Disney Springs, but I'm not sure if people come from outside of the state. I mean, yes, if you're going to the theme parks, you may want to devote a whole day just to Disney Springs, even if you have theme park tickets. Um, but if you are from out of the area, it's worth a drive for a day to hang out at Disney Springs. We're going to go into a lot of details here that, of things th- that there are to do. And in fact, this is this can be a day trip. This can be an evening out. This can be so many different things. And you don't even have to 
actually pay for anything to go there if you don't want to. You can go there, walk around, see the sites, look through the shops. There's shows that go on on the water. We're going to talk plenty about all of that, but this is there's so many different varieties of things you can do when you visit Disney Springs. Do you know how long Disney Springs has been open? I mean, I can go back to when I worked at Disney and it wasn't Disney Springs, but it's been converted. So tell us the history, Tanya. It opened in March of 1975. So Disney Springs is, um, this is part of the Walt Disney World Resort Complex. It was opened in 1975. Now Disney this year is celebrating their 50th, meaning they, you know, the Magic Kingdom area opened in 1971. So Disney Springs, as it's known now, opened in 1975. And at that time, it was called... I don't remember. Oh, the Lake Buena Vista shopping village. Yeah, it has it has changed over the years a bunch of times. Think back to when we worked there. Right. So <laughs> it was the Lake Buena Vista shopping village. It was Walt Disney World Village. It was the village marketplace. When we worked there, it changed. This is because it was the village marketplace from 89 to 97. And then it was downtown Disney because they started expanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at first it was this smaller shopping village, but now it has expanded to be four separate areas. Mm -hmm. So that is a great lead into what I was going to talk about next. You have, you have the marketplace area, which is the original Disney marketplace downtown. World of Disney. Disney is there. World of Disney is there. We'll talk about some of the shopping. It is mostly the, quote unquote, Disney side mm -hmm. of Disney Springs. Uh, they have the landing, which is formally known as Pleasure Island. Mm -hmm. um, this is where I met my husband, actually, <laughs> was at Pleasure Island. Uh, but the landing is like high end restaurants, um, theme dining, and a couple other things that we'll talk about. The town center is right next to the landing or kind of opposite of the landing. And that is more, um, I would say, mall style shopping. Um, I, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but they have brand name stores. You are not going to be a shortage of stores by going to Disney Springs. No, you. it's definitely a place to to shop for sure. To shop and eat. Yes, to <laughs> shop and eat. And But there's entertainment too, and we'll talk about that. And Which, then um, next to the landing and the town center is the west side, and mm -hmm. that has more of your entertainment venues. Right. So yeah, it's four separate areas. So when you're looking at where to go in Disney Springs, I mean, it's all walkable. You can definitely hit one side to the other, but you're going to notice some of your locations say, this is in the landing, this is in the town center, this is in the marketplace. Grab a map when you get there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They have they have nice parking garages. It's a really easy place to get in These and out. These are the best parking garages mm -hmm. anywhere. I, this is one of those weird things to talk about a parking garage, but yeah, Disney Springs. They did, did it, it right. Right. Yep, and they have a nice covered walkway to get you over and drop you off where you want to be. But talk about the parking garages. What makes them so great? Oh, yeah. So when you drive into the parking garages and you're driving down the aisles, they have these signs at the end of the aisles that tell you if there's a parking spot in that aisle. So you don't have to like go up and down all the rows. You just go down the end and find a row that has an open spot. And even before you get in, you know what level to go to. Yep. So it may say there's 
only 17 spots available on level one, but there's 50 spots available on level three. Mm -hmm. It is, they have sensors that know when a car is parked in the spot. And I, it's just genius. Makes it so easy. It makes it so easy. It makes it, you're not waiting or like you said, circling. Circling around up and down all the rows. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And there's three parking garages. Yep. Orange, Plenty of parking. Yeah. And they're called, you know, they're orange. Florida colors. And, yeah. They're just <laughs> Florida bright colors. So, and each parking spot kind of lands you into a different section. But like I said, it's, it's so easy to walk throughout uh, Disney Springs. So, Definitely plan to walk. Dining. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here we go. 1030 when, in the morning. I'm ready to eat already. <laughs> oh, yeah. When's the last time you've dined at Disney. I was going to call it downtown Disney because that's what I'm used to. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't that long ago. It was at the Irish place. Oh, Raglan Road. Yeah. That's such a fun place. It is so fun. It was it was like last year. <laughs> okay. So tell me about your experience with Raglan Road. I like Raglan Road because it's sort of indoor, outdoor. Like you can sit out on the patio. There's always music playing. Their food is absolutely delicious. Um, I just, I just love the atmosphere there. That's atmosphere to me. That's the whole purpose behind Raglan Road. Have you been there when they have the Irish step dancers? No, but we talked about it. In fact, I think we talked about it when I was there. I was texting you for some reason and you said something about the Irish step dancers, but they weren't there. I'm then. telling you every time I've been there, I can't believe you didn't see them. Every time I've been there in the middle of this restaurant, they have an elevated stage mm -hmm. where you can watch the Irish step dancers. And a lot of times they also have great Irish music playing if it's not the step dancers, but it is dinner and a show. Yeah. And and you can ask when the next time the uh, dancers are going to be there. Right next to Irish, or right next to Irish, right next to Raglan Road is is their Cooks of Dublin, which is a quick service. So you can get fish and chips right next to Raglan Road. So that's a great place to dine too. If you don't want the whole sit down experience, uh, the fish and chips from there are also amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other places. There's there's a lot of places. There's, yeah, we can't even go into them all. We'd be talking. No, for I'm half an looking hour. at their website. There's 64 different things to eat at Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. When we tell you this is an all day place to go, <laughs> that's why. Now, some bring of these, your stretchy pants. Oh my god. <laughs> Some of these are quick service. Some of these are desserts. I just want to point out a couple of our favorites. One of them I you wouldn't think of as a dining place is the Coca-Cola store. Oh, this is so cool because they have, well, what you tell us. What no, makes it's, you go to, so it is the Coca-Cola store and they have three levels and two of them are filled with merchandise. But at the top is a rooftop bar where you can get coca-cola drinks and it's got a great view out over the whole area it does it has an amazing view you can see it you can see the balloon we'll talk about the balloon in a little bit but it is so it's quick service you're just getting drinks up there but my favorite is to get a flight mm -hmm. of different brands of coca-cola products have you ever done that yeah where you get all the different drinks and you taste them and you know, I, I know a lot of people don't like the Beverly. It's not. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah not everyone's favorite. No, not everyone's favorite. That is certainly a thing. But it, go try the different drinks from around the world that you can get at their rooftop beverage bar. And it's a great place to hang out. It's shady. You've got a great view. Um my other favorite place to go is Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. I have not 
been there. Okay. Do you know why this one is special? Why? It is themed. Jock Lindsay, if you didn't know, was the guy that transported Indiana Jones. <laughs> so the hangar bar is like his place. And you go and you're hanging out at his bar. That's funny. And so you have this, you know pre-World War II era style. There's maps on the bar and there's just, there's something to look at everywhere you turn. Looks like something that Noah would really love. Oh, it (laughs) is. It is. You can get lost in this, you know, um, in this, this place, just looking at everything. And we've done that. The kids and I went down to Disney Springs. Just to walk around just, in the, st- well, in the Jock around. Lindsay's place. And and then dine at Jock Lindsay's. They have um, like, you know, bite size appetizer style food. You can get custom drinks there. Let me tell you, the, the, the bartender we had watching her mix the drinks was extraordinary, but <laughs> you can get some fun drinks there. I'm looking, I'm going to see if I can find. So it's kind of a lounge ish style. Like I said, they do have appetizers. We made a meal out of, you know, three or four different appetizers. Um, one of their signature drinks is a cool headed monkey. And if you remember what they ate in the second Indiana Jones movie. I'm not a very big fan of the Indiana Jones movies. My husband will be very unhappy that I just said that. (laughs) Okay, well, they eat monkey brains. That is horrible. Yeah, I wonder why I'm not a fan. So this drink, it's it's absolutely, it's disgusting watching it on film, but this drink is served in a glass that looks like a monkey. (laughs) So you're drinking out of the monkey, but they have, um, they really have some fun uh, signature drinks there as well. So it's a great place to hang out. So I like Jock Lindsay's. Um, a couple other that are popular is um, the Edison. Have you seen the Edison? Nope, bar? haven't been in the Edison. Okay, this one. Can you guess who it's themed after? Hmm, <laughs> let me think. Could it be Edison? <laughs> yeah, so I what I like about the Edison is also, I mean, you have so many choices to eat in Disney Springs, I think you can also choose these places for their atmosphere Mm -hmm. as well. Um, The Edison has all of that turn of the century Edison lighting. Um, It feels... It's themed 1920s, right? It's themed, yeah, it's themed 1920s, maybe even a little bit earlier. I feel like if you were doing steampunk... Yeah, it says it it resembles an abandoned 1920s power plant. Okay. Yeah. And it says, oh, and this says to um, Gatsby inspired performances every night. Oh, that's awesome. So you can get, again, this is dining and And entertainment entertainment right there at the Edison. Yep. Steampunk inspired decor and a steady lineup of unique acts. Family friendly by day and a little edgier by night. So take note. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm I'm there. I definitely haven't checked that out yet, but I I really want to go. Um, a couple other popular places you've probably done at yep. least one of these Rainforest Cafe and the T Rex. Yes. Yeah, we've been there a bunch of times. What makes those interesting? Oh, T Rex is cool because it's got all of the, like, it's di- dinosaur themed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. So if you have a kid that loves dinosaurs, definitely check out Rainforest. T-Rex. They have a an erupting volcano. They do. And their, um, their aquarium or their, yeah, aquarium in the middle of their Mm -hmm. building too is also gorgeous. I find T-Rex to be a little bit 
overstimulating? Oh, they're definitely loud and there's a lot going on. So if you've got kids who don't enjoy the outside noise, it's loud and there's a ton going on, but there's also a ton to see. So I, being someone who has gone to that place with a toddler, I, I was like, this is fantastic because I could walk around with him while looking at all this stuff to keep him busy while we waited. That's true. That's a good point too. I mean, it is fascinating if you've got the kids that are, are into all of that. I just point out that it's, you know, you it is have, very loud. <laughs> you have dinosaurs in the dino in T Rex. You mm-hmm. have gorillas in rainforest. They make Cafe, a lot of noise, make, yeah. And they're animatronic, so they do make noise. But they're very popular, and um, highly recommend getting reservations. A couple other specialty places. Aaron McKenna's is one I see pop up on Instagram all the time. Have you heard of this place? I haven't. I think it's popular because they serve, if I'm I'm not mistaken, it's a bakery based out of, originally based out of New York, but I think it becomes popular because they have vegan and gluten-free treats. Mm. So if you like baked goods, but you're a vegan, and so a lot of baked goods are made with eggs and milk and butter and all that, or if you need to be gluten-free, I think this is why I see it so much. Everyone is absolutely thrilled that they can find those vegan and gluten-free treats, but that they're delicious. I I found on their website here, originally known as baby cakes when it first opened in Manhattan's Lower East Side. And that makes more sense to me. I heard of baby. I did not realize it was one in the same. I bet you that's why it's so popular. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple other places though, too, that are specific to Florida. Um, like Blaze, well, Blaze Pizza is found everywhere. That is kind of a, we're talking some chain restaurants, but we're not talking like major chain mm-hmm. restaurants. Blaze Pizza is is found in a couple of different places. Um, obviously, you can get Coca-Cola anywhere you girl, go. Um, the other one I was thinking of that is specific Orlando is Gideon's Bakehouse. Gideon's is home of those giant, I'm telling you, these things have got to be a pound, if not more, cookies. I'm telling you, they're as big as your head. They're a good two inches thick. Gideon's Bakehouse is open in the landing at Disney Springs. When the kids and I were down there, there was a line out the door, like around the block kind of place. I feel like that's the same for the pretzel place. Um, Wetzel's Pretzels. I love Wetzel's Pretzels. And then there... Uh, and also another uh, probably very, it's not exactly dining, but the Dockside Margaritas. Yeah. Listed in their dining, but seriously, amazing margaritas. Oh, that's good. They know, know margaritas. Yes, they do. I mean, and you can get all kinds of flavors there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So how many days are we spending? I don't know, but you know, we just spent a long time on dining. We might need to move on. Okay. So Christina, you know, I get asked all the time how you can support our podcast. Why? Well, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to do the research, to travel, try out new things, to bring all of this information to our listeners. We also have to put it all together once we've recorded. Yes, we do. We have to write the show notes and upload everything. It takes time. It takes work, but it's, it is work that we enjoy. Yes. It, I mean, this is part of our career, right? Exactly. However, you can support us by supporting us on Patreon. Yes, Patreon is a way for you to become sort of a part of what we do. And and you can even have a, a name when you support us on Patreon. You can have a name? What yes. kind of name do you get? We have the Florida Tourists. 
which is someone who supports us at the level where you get a shout out on our episode, on a future episode. That's cool. You have the Snowbird. With the Snowbird, you get the shout out, but you also get exclusive Florida Travel Pod sticker and a postcard. Oh, how fun. And I love that we called it Snowbird. Yeah, snowbirds, <laughs> they, they come over here during wintertime and take over our state. And now we have the Florida man. Of course He's we do. the true heart Florida soul, and they get the shout out, the sticker, but they also get a travel mug once they've been with us for three months. Nice. Yep, it's a fantastic way to support us and say, hey, we'd like for you guys to get an income for what you're doing. Absolutely. It really is. It helps creators all over the world support their business. And you helping us supports our business really does mean the world to us. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Well, we we talked about some of these places that are dining and entertainment, but let's talk all about entertainment. I think one of the things that people see the most right now at Disney Springs because it rises up in the air is that balloon flight. Yep. Have you done this or what do you know about it? Um, I, I've not done it. I, in all the times I've been to, to Disney, I've watched that thing go up and down. It's super cool. It, it's like, I mean, it's a 360 degree view of like everywhere. It's tethered. So mm-hmm. you are going up in a quote unquote balloon, but it's not like a hot air balloon. No, not, not a hot air balloon. It's not fueled by the hot air, but it is tethered. So you're not going to float away, but you are floating up. It's an eight minute tethered adventure. Oh, and I didn't know this. The world's largest hand-painted helium balloon. Hmm. I didn't know it was helium. That's a lot of helium. That balloon is huge. Well, I guess that's why it floats, right? Um, I mean, so you can, you know, buy your helium balloon and and ride in a helium balloon. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is um, something that I think now is kind of associated with Disney Springs. I see that balloon everywhere I go. Um, That's definitely something to check out. Um. Cirque du Soleil. They're back. They are back. I'm so excited that they are back. There's a huge theater at the west end of Disney Springs. Did you go when they were there before? Absolutely. Several times. Oh, and this seems like, why are you not a Cirque du Soleil performer? Well, actually, (laughs) I did audition for Cirque du Soleil. Of course you did. I had reason for not (laughs) continuing, but they, they definitely were interested. And I would have done it if they had a little bit more solid what's it called the solid ground to stand on oh. <laughs> it was a little un, unknown where you would end up so oh was, you mean you wouldn't have necessarily right. performed here in orlando exactly. you could have ended up in vegas or yeah. traveling or yeah so cirque du soleil they did um they did have a show there and they shut it down um and they've recently reopened with drawn to life a disney and cirque collaboration which seems like they should have done that a long time ago it but should have been what they did originally right. However, it looks phenomenal. I know some people who are attending. I mean, Cirque du Soleil puts on incredible acrobatic performances. I'm so excited to go see um, Drawn to Life soon. I'm definitely going to buy tickets here in the near future. I love that it's a Disney collaboration. And what I'm seeing is it is all about the animation. Yeah. And, And look, I'm even seeing like puppeteering and... Their costumes are phenomenal. I could go on and on. Maybe we'll have a whole episode. Cirque du Soleil. Maybe they'll bring us in. Have you ever done <laughs> Splitsville? Uh-uh. Okay, Splitsville is their bowling at Disney Springs. So you yeah. can go bowling at yeah, Disney that's, Springs. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, Splitsville is a multi-level bowling center. It's a whole, like they have food, drinks, bars, bowling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oops, Again, you could spend certainly more than just an hour bowling. You can spend a couple hours here doing um, a full day. I mean, we went... A friend of ours had their girl's birthday party here mm. and they, so they rented a couple of lanes. We had food and uh, yeah, super nice bowling lanes. It says return to the golden age of bowling at this modern venue that exudes retro glam vibes. <laughs> That's a quite a description. A lot of descriptive words there. Better than what I did. <laughs> Uh, so you can go bowling. I'm going to jump to the place that's right next door and then we'll go back to this place. You jump around? What? I know. There's a huge movie theater at uh, Disney Springs. It, the AMC has a 24 screen movie theater. And that used to be the place where we always went to go to the movies. If we, we wanted were, to go somewhere, yeah. we would go down to Disney Springs before there was a movie theater in our hometown. I have to tell you, I have a favorite thing at that movie theater. What is that? That's their dining experience. Yes. Talk about that. Yeah. So you can go to certain theaters there, offer dine-in so you can sit down, order food while you're eating. The server comes to your seat and they take your order just like a regular sit down dining place and they come in and out and check on you and you can it's like a dinner and a movie all at the same time and we're not talking like popcorn no. delivery no no we no are it's talking dinner appetizers drinks real food Ooh, entrees drinks, drinks. yeah that's right you can have alcoholic beverages yep. in the movie theater yeah it's it's such a great experience we did it with the whole family um this is funny we saw cars the cars too cute oh yeah we were sobbing it was great um <laughs> uh, yeah they have i'm trying to find what their menu is but i'm not finding their actual menu here but yeah they do it's a full service mm -hmm. um dinner and a movie and while you're doing dinner and a movie afterwards you can take a ride in a vintage amphicar i haven't done that have you i have not but i love to watch I've watched them. them yeah okay so an Amphicar, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing You're right. this amphicar. So think amphibious, right? Is that mm -hmm. the right word? Yep. Amphibious car. These are, how would you describe these cars? What they look like? Um, I, they make me think of um, the Weasley's flying car. <laughs> Only it's a convertible. I didn't even think about that. The, I was going back further, like your old... 50s cars yeah. <laughs> with the, um, you know, fins on the back. You can um, take a 20-minute guided tour in this amphicar. Basically, you start off on land, and it's real, it's close to Jock Lindsay's, by the way. You start off on land, you load into the car, you're not driving it. It is a captain-guided tour of Lake Buena Vista, and it is then this car drives down a ramp, into the water. Yep. I've done duck boats before in the duck boat tours and others. It's kind of cool, but this is a car. So you're like, it's just you and your, your family in this little car. It's so wild to watch these cars ride around the, the lake. They just, it looks, it's so out of place. You know, you wouldn't expect this car. It's, you'll have to check out the pictures um, that we'll post on the website for the vintage Amphicar, but they are, the only problem is, is that it can only accommodate three adults yeah but you can go they have multiple kids. cars right they do have multiple cars and it is 
$125 per car, but it accommodates three to four people, it says. But I think that those fourth persons need to be little persons uh-huh. um, because you're basically, you've got a four-seater car. So you've got the captain, your passenger, and then two in the back seat. Yeah, so if you have a family of five, it might be a little inconvenient. Somebody might have to voluntarily sit out. <laughs> or you do two cars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. I enjoy watching them. It, that's another thing. You can just go and watch the cars take off. That mm-hmm. is absolutely a sight to see as well. There is a lot to do at Disney Springs for, for nothing, just to walk around and see stuff. Because um, aside from these things that we have talked about that we're paying, they have... Um, of course, you can walk through all of the shops and everything, but they have an outdoor stage there on the water. It's a very big stage. They have uh, a lot of outdoor, outdoor, outside performers that come in and they will sing and dance and they do performances on the stage. Some of them are school groups, lots of different groups come and perform, but they also have a DJ that comes out and does a dance party. Oh, that's right. You're talking about the stage that's across from World of Disney, right? Yes. Yeah, they do have school groups from around the country that yeah, come they and do. perform, usually bands and choirs. It's a big thing for them to come and perform on Disney property. And it's a decent sized theater too, so it seats a lot of people. Um, my kids, when they were really little, we, we used to bring them over there and they would do the DJ would sing and they, they get really interactive with the kids and they have a dance party. It's a really cool little place to go and hang out as if you're just there for the day and trying not to spend a lot of money. That's another thing you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did just talk about $125 car ride, car ride so. yeah, for, for only a portion of my family. <laughs> so you can, you can spend all day. You can spend a lot of money. You can spend no money mm-hmm. there, but you will probably still spend some money we'll probably still <laughs> spend some money because once you're there you're like oh wetzel's pretzels and the ghirardelli shop <laughs> is right across the and you way can, so i'm i believe in this something we talked about before we did this episode you can walk in the ghirardelli shop and get a square of chocolate they hand you a piece of chocolate right every single time yep. i'm there yep yep <laughs> you can try like some... i've never had ghirardelli before but but it sure I is fun to get to something go... for free <laughs> still have to go and get my little piece of chocolate yep. there yep uh, Christina, I added House of Blues under entertainment, uh-huh. even though they're a restaurant. Yep. I added them under, tainer, under entertainment because they have a concert venue. Yeah, I've been there before to see concerts. I have it's too. It's a great, it's not like your typical sit down in a in a theater kind of concert. You kind of stand up and you can be on the floor or you can be sitting at the bar surrounding the floor. It's And there's tons and tons of people. Yeah, and they have some really big names that come in as well, or at least, you know, big bigger names. I mean, you're not going to get like the Rolling Stones in there or right. anything, but you They've are definitely gonna... had some big names there though. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing that they offer is uh, weekend brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, um, it used to be called gospel brunch, but they do, um, and I don't, maybe they don't do the singing with that anymore. They're just calling it weekend brunch. So it, I'm going to have to look this up and, and include it in our show notes to see if they still do their gospel brunch. Um, however, even weekend brunch, I mean, I'm, I'm all for breakfast, so I'm ready to go for brunch anytime. I'm ready to go for food. Okay. So Christina, we haven't even talked about shopping. Let's Mm. let's, there's still more to do entertainment wise. 
we can't cover it all. (laughs) We did talk a little bit about shopping. Um, I don't want us to go too much longer, but you do have your Disney themed shops, mostly in the marketplace area. You can get all of your Disney merchandise there. So you don't have to go to the parks. If you're a local looking for that special backpack, you can go to um, the Disney, um, Disney Springs in the marketplace. But in the town center, I said they had brand name stores. Mm-hmm. So you can find Under Armour, Coach, Fabletics, Kate Spade, Lily Pulitzer, um, Mac Cosmetics, Lululemon, Vera Bradley. Bring your kids and you can let them play with the Legos at the Lego store. The Lego they do store. builds there and they do races with the cars that they build. It's a cool little experience. That's we've, something you can do for free. Nah, we've done that too. Mm-hmm. But we've also bought some of our, our favorite um, Lego sets from that, that Lego store That are only available well. there too, right? Exactly. So Rapid fire, baby. We got to get through this. Where are we going? All right. I'm going Cirque, Amphicar, and Balloon. Okay. I am going to go uh, Edison. Um, I would love to do the Cirque du Soleil as well. And then um, House of Blues. Yeah. I need to go see a show soon. Each week we talk about our featured Florida product of the week. And we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. Orlando Stroller Rentals is who I am highlighting this week. Perfect. If you are coming to Florida, you are staying in a resort, going to the airport, wherever you are in the area, you can check into Orlando Stroller Rentals. They deliver strollers to where you are, including the airport. Oh, even perfect. Yeah. Even perfect. Even more perfect. <laughs> even more perfect. Yes. Even more perfect. Yep. I can speak. I promise. Yeah. We'll have the website in the show notes um, and on and in our blog, but it's OrlandoStrollerRentals.com and tells you all about how you can get a stroller brought to you if you are coming to Florida. Uh, we definitely need that. That works. Um, stay tuned to find out where we're going to go next week. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com where we are sharing our most recent travels. Have you experienced something we haven't talked about? Have you been to Cirque du Soleil? Have you been up in the balloons or in the amphicar? What's your favorite thing to do at Disney Springs? Everybody has something. Comment for us on our social media or if you have any ideas about any of the things that we've talked about, you can also reach us on email at hello at FloridaTravelPod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. If you support us, it allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we're going to talk about Elevate. I can't wait to hear what that's about. (laughs) That's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Tanya, I know you love to read. I do love to read. In fact, I try to set a reading goal every year. So on our website, we have something called Bookshop. 
I love Bookshop because then I can curate all of the books I'm reading and share with all of our listeners. We make lists and we put them all in there under categories because Bookshop is basically an Amazon for small businesses, small small bookshops, and for independent bookshop owners. I do. I love that. And if you don't even choose a bookstore, proceeds are divided among hundreds of bookstores across the country. Yeah, it's a fantastic way to support your own specific bookstore in your area. Or if you don't choose a bookstore, it will choose a small bookstore for you. Absolutely. And we mention books all the time on this podcast. So if you visit floridatravelpod.com slash bookshop, you'll see all the lists that we've curated 